0: Hey everybody, that's right, welcome back to episode 58 of the Bowfishing Buzz, brought to you by AMS
1: Bullfishing and Mega Mouth Bullfishing as well. What's going on, Schmitty? It's getting to be that time of year. We've been saying that for a while, but we really are getting to be that time of year. You
0: just re- That just reminded me of the song that's ever so popular here in Wisconsin during rifle season when you said oh. it's getting to be that time of year. I'm going to shoot that 30-point 30 30 point
2: buck. buck. Yeah.
1: <laughs> How did, oh, they say it's getting to be that time getting of year. Getting to be that time of year, Clyde. Yeah. You yep. know? <laughs> yep, Clyde. What a yep. name. Yep. We, we, should, me we should remake one like that. We should sing it, and it should be something about should that. Remake that. one of the for bow fishing like I'm going to shoot that 80-pound buff. <laughs> <laughs> we should. We got an idea right there. We could make one that, we can make one pretty good.
0: That would be pretty cool. Be we'll funny. have to do that some night when the fishing is slow, and we're yep. back at some bay
1: sometime, just write down the lyrics for it. Yep. I'm gonna shoot
0: that eighty pound buff.
1: Yeah, we could have, we could debut it. We could sing it on the podcast. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh man. Oh, Smitty, I I've got a lot going on here, yeah, and
0: you uh, you're gonna be busy back at the shop. But I want to be on the road. I'm gonna be busy. You're gonna your your travel season is starting this week. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 But uh, first to start things out, Derek, um, a couple weeks ago, um, I took the wife out bow fishing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I uh, got to go in in uh, Josh Knutson's brand new custom airboat. I saw those pictures. That yeah. looks beautiful. Made by John, uh, built by John Hubble from John's custom Bow Fishing boats. Mm-hmm. Yep. Man, what a ride! Yeah, that thing was just so smooth and slick, and just pretty nice. Huh? I just slid right across that water, that shallow mm-hmm. water, and turned on a dime. And nice, quiet. Nice. You know, Real quiet, quiet.
1: Okay. Oh, it was. It was awesome. So did you guys wear hearing protection while you're shooting at all? Oh heck no. Really? No, wow, no, no. okay. No, usually you don't. No. No. I've seen it. I've seen people you, you know, you have know, it on.
0: I'll put them I'll put them on sometimes when, when we're when we're gonna get up on pad.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. But
0: no, when we're shooting, it's quieter than running the fan oh, on, my on gosh. fan boats. Okay, yeah. cool. I've it's never been quiet. on one. That's that's, it's, that's it's, cool. It's really nice. Really nice. Really nice. And uh um, Julie doesn't do a lot of bow fishing. Yeah. But
1: she got in a workout that night. Did she? She was exhausted. She was shooting some fish. Oh yeah. That's awesome. We shot some fish. Don't say how many. Just wait. Just wait. Everyone who's listening, in your head, just make a mental guess of how many fish Matt, Julie, John, and Josh was with you. Yeah. Just make a mental guess in your head how many fish you think they shot. Okay. Get it. In a short time, because we didn't find the fish till later on. Okay. I mean I have a video of like at I don't
0: know, it was like a twelve something. Okay. Or I swung down to the deck of the boat and into the pit of the boat. And you could see the bottom of the oh, yeah, you ribs me and you could see the bottom of the boat and stuff. And you could see there's maybe 35 carp in there. Sure. Yep. But from like 1230 to 130-ish.
1: That was, the that, two, was, that was the money time. Oh, we got into them. Okay. So, everyone, make your mental guess. You've got your number and reveal.
0: 301. Woo-wee! Yeah.
2: That's when awesome. found him,
0: we found them, we found them good. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it was a lot of fun. And the funny thing is, so John built Josh's boat. Okay? Yep. So I met John at his house. We hooked Josh's boat up because Josh lives a couple hours away. Yep. And sure. he was going to meet us at the boat landing. Oh, I got And then swap okay. vehicles and he was going to take the boat home. Okay? Nice. Okay. So we got to the gas station. We were putting in gas. And I said to John, he says, John, I says, where's your barrels? Oh, he says, Josh is bringing them. Uh-oh. Oh. So we, we're at the landing, we're waiting and stuff And Josh pulls in and we're getting ready to put the boat in the water and stuff And Josh goes, oh man, he says, I forgot the barrels Uh oh He's like, well, what better way to break in the boat than just throw them in the pit So this was the maiden voyage No, the- it was out on test runs to break in the okay. the, the okay. motor and stuff Gotcha, okay But this was a maiden voyage for shooting
1: Gotcha,
2: okay Yeah,
0: gotcha. Yep. this was a maiden voyage for cool. shooting very cool yeah, and and the wife is not she does not like late nights and stuff like that there. And I think we crawled into bed at like three o'clock in the morning. Mm, okay. Yeah, and she got a workout. Yeah, uh-huh. she had a good she had a good time. Good she, deal. She she was struggling a little bit in the beginning, sure. you know, when, when we started getting into fish and stuff. But we pointed them out, and the fish were just laying there, and we let her take her shots and mm-hmm. stuff. And pretty soon she started getting a little more accurate. I bet she shot around twenty five. Oh heck carp. yeah, that's awesome. Good yeah. for Julie. Yeah. yeah, she had a good time. That's it was a lot cool. of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun to be on that, and um. As you can see right here, Schmidty, we've got some yeah. Some, what the heck some is that? Bull fishing lights right here. Okay? Yeah, this right here is an efficiency bull
1: fishing light. First off, just what a coming name. from a marketing background, exactly. that, that name gives me goosebumps. You guys so might be thinking it's e- not efficiency like you think it is. Yes, that's it's not what you think. <laughs> it's literally spelled E dash fish dash N dash C. Yeah, it, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. It's, 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 it's efficiency. Good. Yeah. You sent, you sent me the name of that and I'm like, Oh
0: yeah. Wow. It's pretty cool.
1: That's, that's awesome. And
0: so Josh's airboat had the efficiency lights on it. Mm-hmm. First time I ever shot with them. Really cool. Mm, okay. Really neat setup. Very compared to our boat where we have 14 lights on the front of our boat. Yep. All right. Um, I think Josh had six oh my on gosh. his front deck. He had two on the side and one each side in the
1: front and then uh yeah. comparable light as far as what our fourteen would be. I mean, what, yeah. was there a noticeable difference? Was there not as much light? Was it equal? Well, and that's what we're gonna get into because we're gonna have Christopher
0: James. Oh, that, yeah, nice. As our guest on this today's podcast, yeah. who came up with the efficiency of boat fishing lights. Sure. Here's a thing I really like about this Schmidty. Mm-hmm. Made right here in Wisconsin. That's in awesome. The USA.
1: That's very cool.
0: Bow fishing lights, LED lights. Yep. It's really cool. That's very cool. Lights have some really cool features, controls that you can control the lights, the dimness. And I, I, I'm not going to get into it right, because right. we're we'll, going to we'll let gonna, him dive in. We're going to let Chris dive into sure. it. But that's going to be our special guest this week. So cool. it's going to be a good cool. one because it's going to be really informative about these lights. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the thing I like about them, man, they're made right here in a good old USA yeah. and especially right here in our home stage right maybe. Yep. Yep. Good old
1: Wisconsin. Good old Wisco. Ooh. Very cool.
0: Yes. Yes, yes. So, Schmidty, what do we have this week for uh, a promo code for our, our listeners? Yeah, so. We've w- got a,
1: a, a great deal again. I will say, these these promo codes have been going very well. Yeah. Um, we appreciate you guys using them. I'm sure you guys appreciate getting them. So, we're just going to keep feeding them right. to you guys, all right? mm-hmm. So, the promo code this week is for our Chaos XL Arrow. Right. All right? We're just going to give it to you. Discount code. Yeah. XL 20. What does XL stand for, Schmitty? XL stands for extra length barbs. Bingo. On these points. Yes. All right. If you compare our Chaos Arrow, which comes with many of our, you know, combo kits, we sell a ton of A203 whites. They're a fantastic on arrow. on the bow kit. They're on the bow kit. Yeah. Yes. We have, that's our Chaos Arrow. Right. And then we have our Chaos XL. The only difference is that those barbs are extra long. Right. For extra holding power. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I forgive me. I don't know the exact numbers off the top of my head as far as how long the how how much longer you got a half inch holding power. A half inch extra of holding power. Right. Gotcha. Right. Um I know there's a couple of videos of you Matt showing uh is you and Kayler Kramer, yes. I think. Yeah with that. And buff. there's a video and you have that because you know when you're out shooting and things are happening, it's nighttime, you don't necessarily have the time to sit there and go, oh my gosh, look at this. Right. That's crazy. But you had a you had an arrow through a fish. Yeah. And you backed those barbs up to the back of that fish. Oh, my gosh, it is crazy how much holding power those two barbs, right. only a two-barb point, right. have on that fish. Mm-hmm. It's wild. You Loosen that tip, pull it right through. Tip-style turn release. Yep, yep. hmm yep.
0: And I'll show that video in the video portion podcast sure. of this. I hope I get it done. I hope I get the video portion of this done because I got to leave tomorrow for Oh, that's right. Tennessee. Yeah. But let's give them the code here, Schmitty.
1: Yeah, yeah. So code, the code was XL20, XL20, which is 20% off a Chaos XL, complete. Fiberglass. Fiberglass arrow. Bingo. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. Go use it. Yep. Go get some. Put them to the test. It's like $21 for a bowfishing arrow. Yeah. Of a high quality, yeah. well-made, machined right here at the shop. Made in the USA, Made in the maybe. USA bowfishing arrow. Heck yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We should get Trump on here. It's the best arrow. AMS <laughs> bowfishing. Totally good. Make America great. If again. you hear they're wrong, it's wrong. Fake news. They're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh you want to tell everybody what you're going down to yeah i'm leaving
0: i'm leaving tomorrow afternoon i'm heading down to tennessee for the Bass pro u.s open i'm sure there's been a lot of you guys that are out scouting already i hope you're finding fish i hope you have good weather Um, and i hope that you're staying safe out there because both tournaments are made to have fun find fish be with friends and then when you go to the event you're seeing more friends and 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 growing your growing community. Your, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. So yeah, we're gonna be there. Um I might swing by uh, the Kentucky Lake area and pick up Dennis Redden mm. and bring him down with me to the to the Bass Pro shops there. We're gonna have a booth inside there sure. with a bunch of AMS products that you can come by and buy. Yeah. And um the only problem is Dennis might have somebody coming down to pick up one of his his uh Oh, his dogs. His uh Deer tracking dogs. Yeah, sure. His Bavarian mountain hound. Gotcha. He might have somebody come down from Ohio to get that dog mm-hmm. on, on Saturday, so he might not be able to make it. But I'm hoping that he can make it with me down there. And then I'm going to stay down there for a couple extra days and just spend some time down there with Dennis. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, we might go bow fishing. We might just go regular fishing, if I still know how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, yeah, and then then I have to leave Wednesday, come back, catch up on some work, and then I got to shoot in a WBA tournament on Saturday, which is going to be uh, not this Saturday, but the following Saturday when I get back is going to be on Castle Rock-Petenwell, oh, okay. the WBA gotcha. tournament.
1: So you're leaving tomorrow, Thursday. Yes. You're going to be coming back next week, Wednesday, shooting a tournament that Saturday. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yep. You got mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff going on.
0: Yeah, it's going to be
1: it's going to be back into the old swing of mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Getting excited for that. That's how how you know there's starting to be fish to be shot around here is when Matt starts being gone. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Another thing that
0: I wanted to touch on here, Derek. That is interesting, just reading this, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, So at the spring meeting this year at the Wisconsin Boat Fishing Association, they they wanted to come up with ideas on how to get more um, people that don't shoot tournaments to show up at tournaments, all right? Mm -hmm. They might be intimidated, all right? by by the teams that are shooting. They might be intimidated by the boats. Sure. Uh, they, they just might not think about shooting tournaments because of that reason. Right. So we wanted to give these guys and teams a reason to come to these tournaments, to experience the tournament sure. atmosphere, yep. to get out there and shoot in a tournament all night long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And go back to weigh-ins the next day. All right? So what the WB did is they started a what they call a hobby class. Okay? No airboats are allowed in a hobby class. Sure. Okay. It's only twenty dollars per person to enter. So you have a four man team, you know, yeah,
1: eighty bucks. Eighty bucks for the team, right?
0: Yep, yep. That also includes you into the big fish category and also the wild card, which they draw at every tournament. Oh, okay. and it's like a side pot. Sure, you side pots on that as well. Yep, yep. Okay. Now instead of it being a, a big twenty for these teams, it's a big ten. Yep, all gotcha. right. Yep. It's a big ten. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so they, the WBA had their first tournament this past Saturday down at Mud and Chubb and they had 11 teams. Oh, nice. That entered in, in the, the hobby in class. In the hobby tournament. class. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And I think they had, um, uh, like eight of those teams came back to weigh in. Okay. The other three were, didn't come back to weigh in. Sure. But if you think about that, 11, 11 teams, mm-hmm. well, you put, you know, three people on those teams, that's 33 new faces, right? Yeah. That maybe wouldn't have even done it in the first place. Exactly. The uh, tournament. Yeah. Exactly. So I think that's a really cool idea and maybe yeah. something that other other, you know, state organizations can possibly throw into their Yeah. That's very interesting. Their, you know, tournament. Because we're always looking at getting new people out there and right. and, and uh, like I said, some people are intimidated, but this oh, is yeah. a great way to get them to come into this tournament atmosphere in this
1: hobby class division. I'll tell you what, Matt, when I first started working here six years ago, me and a buddy of mine, we were in high school, we went and bought a little john boat and we put lights on it and we had this yep. little boat and we were we were shooting i shot more then than i do now hands down like we were just sick for it we'd go out and shoot all the time yeah i remember one night he asked me he says oh what if we started shooting tournaments and i remember i remember thinking to myself exactly kind of what you're just explaining i remember being like Whoa. Yeah. i'm like god i don't know i <laughs> right i'm serious you yep. know i'm just like yep. i don't really know we would i feel like i'd we'd embarrass ourselves we'd come in with not many fish or or you know our, our boat isn't set up like everybody else's is which is that's not what people aren't at least I don't think people are going to a tournament and going huh, my boat's so much better than theirs is over there look at that little thing I don't think that happens that's right. not something right. that goes on with bull fishing I think everyone's right. just happy that there's people there you might have fish. a handful of people a handful of like bad that, apples normally that are judgmental
0: you're going to meet a lot of cool people
1: yeah but just to kind of to shout this out a little bit if there was a hobby class 6 years ago for me and my buddy, who were just kind of green getting right, into the sport, right. that would have been a, maybe a, a easier entry into the tournament scene. Exactly. Um, so that's just an example of how that could be. And we never ended up shooting tournaments. We, right. we ended up selling the boat. We don't do it as much anymore. Him and I were always doing it for work, obviously. Yep. Um, and we ended up not shooting a tournament. So that mm-hmm. that is an exact situation where maybe that could have been one hundred percent beneficial. Right. So yeah, it's yep. kind of cool. Absolutely. And you know, I'm sure
0: a lot of these people that are younger teams or, or people that shoot together, kids, you know, they're probably seeing a lot of this on social media. They're probably oh, yeah. looking at the WBA website, sure. looking at the tournaments, but they're like they're like you. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, but this is a great reason for them to come and experience it. Yeah. So I'm really, really that's a pretty cool deal yeah. that the WBA has mm-hmm. right here for that. Yeah,
1: very cool. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. That's that's nice. Yep. Yep. Absolutely.
0: I'm gonna take my headphones off here, Derek. Uh oh. You start talking because I got something I'm gonna do.
1: Okay. I have no idea what this is. Uh Video portion of this podcast ought to be interesting. Oh boy, what do we got going here? Oh, He must be getting he must be getting warm. Oh, oh, we're throwing it back big time here for the audio uh, audience. Matt just ripped off his long sleeve shirt. He's got a white short sleeve underneath it, and he just put on a jersey that I can only assume was maybe from 1954. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that old, but I am curious what year that's from. It's pretty sharp looking. It's pretty sharp. What does that say? AMS Bowfishing. Bowfishing products for serious sportsmen with the old logo. go. What year is that? 2009. Oh, wow. Okay, we're throwing it yeah. back. Is that the first jersey AMS ever made? Yep, this is the first oh. jersey.
0: Yeah, right here. Got the old scale pattern on it. Got the website on the side of the sleeve here.
1: Yeah. That's pretty cool. What are you shooting down the right sleeve?
0: Yeah. Nice. Got a silhouette of a uh, silhouette right there. Right is that
1: do you know who that is that silhouette? Yeah, I know who it oh, is. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. We're going to keep it a secret. Oh, it's mad. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. You got your own jersey. Very yeah. cool. Throwing yeah. it back. Nice. Throwing it back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just had a quick throw cuz I didn't remember
0: <laughs> last week the the jersey that I had on last week was from 2016. Okay, gotcha. All right.
1: Yep. The so, blue one, the bluish color. The blue one. one, yeah. Yep, yep. And I said I,
0: I might wear the my
1: original jersey,
0: so I had to pull it out.
1: Yep, I had to yep. It. I nice. like this. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for reference, it doesn't mean anything, I was 12 when those jerseys came <laughs> out. <laughs> but, yeah, that's cool. That's cool.
0: Yep, yep, yep. So, Schmitty, I have a
1: question I'd like to ask you. Oh,
0: okay, yeah. If you could go after just one fish and one fish only, what would it be and why?
1: Like for the rest of my life?
0: Just say for this year, you could only go and shoot one fish or one specific species of fish. What would you go after and why?
1: I'll be honest with you. I've had had a lot of really cool experiences shooting fish. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, and I feel like I don't want to answer this because I feel like it might be a popular answer. Yeah. Like, oh, Derek, if you could only hunt one more thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Like, white-tailed deer right. would be my answer. That's going to be what this a This would just of be for think. this year. For this year, I, I'm going to have to go with buffs. With okay. Buffs. Like last All year right. with that that buff spawn, a couple of my experiences as far as shooting fish, the buff spawn has been such a those days are so ingrained in my brain. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. god, they're just wild. Um so as much of a common answer as it would be if I'm being dead honest, it would have to be it had to be shooting buffs. Okay. Would be Very my cool. answer. Well cool. let me let me return that back to you. What okay. if for so for this year, if you could only target one fish, yep. what would what would Matt chase after? Big heads. Big heads.
0: hmm Really. hmm And what you it said about cool. what you said I, yeah. before about buffs, it's just the, the memories that you have are just etched in your yep. in your head and yep. your memory bank of of going after buffs and stuff like that. That's what's etched in my memory is the river. Sure. At nighttime. Mm-hmm. No generator. No lights. The moon. Hearing the, the coyotes yipping and yapping in sure. the background. Yep. Hearing fish explode on the surface that you can't see. Sure. And just the the solitude of the hunt. Yeah. Yeah. That is and, a good and point. Floating down the river in and it's just so
1: peaceful of a style of bow fishing. I will say I like the atmosphere and like what you just explained. I like the atmosphere of chasing after big heads more than I do buffs. Mm-hmm. It's just the, the, the action and the chaos yeah. that can yep. ensue with the buff spawn yep. is what would lead me to to right. choose the buffs. Exactly.
0: And that's what I like about the big head hunting is you might swipe the light 15 times without seeing a fish. Right. Sure. And you're just like, oh, mm-hmm. swipe, and swipe and swipe and swiping and swiping. That's like, um, what's that movie? Dora, Dora, Dora the Explorer. Dora, Dora, Swiper, Dora. Swiper, no swiping.
1: Swiper, no swiping. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's, that's what you told me the first time I went down shooting big You're like, Derek, stop swiping that light so much. <laughs> <laughs> I told this on the podcast. I remember I remember shining one and being like, Matt, look. I'll make it. Oh. Where'd he go? I, He's gone. He was there. Yeah. And you're like, that's yeah, because you held your light on him for 10 seconds. You, yep. you burnt him to a crisp. And,
0: and that's what I like about yeah. never knowing what's going to be. It might be a big old Long nose guard right. that you pop your lights on, you know, right. and that's what I like about the the big head hunting, and then going out for some of the bigger ones where you might only see five a night. Sure, sure, you know, yeah, it's the the it's thrill like, of yeah the unknown. It's I more guess more of
1: like I guess like you say the the big the big big heads which you have obviously encountered with. That's more of a, I mean you're trophy hunting right there. That's, that style, that's a, that, that style, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me counter. With this as a question for yep. you, okay? Matt Schillinger's out on the boat by himself, okay? He's on a very, this body of water is just, it's got a hell of a fishery, all right? So you're going along. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got your 1976 jersey on. <laughs> <laughs> Only four then. <laughs> you're uh, you're bopping along. You take a look to your left. Somehow you're able to tell. You look over. Holy cow. Here's a 85-pound buff. Swimming towards the front of the boat off the left side. Yeah. Okay. You're getting ready. You grab your boat to draw back. Oh, what's oh my gosh, you look over to your right side. Here's a 50 pound common on the right side of you. Yep. You're like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Next thing you know, you look up at two o'clock, up on the surface, here's a 90 pound big head. Okay. They're all converging on you. You look up here, oh my god, seven and a half foot gator gar. What's going on? This is wild. You look up in front of you again, here's a Mako shark swimming straight at you. <laughs> So you have you have those five Holy options. Holy cow. They're all of the trophy class. They're all of, the weights will be different, but they are all equally as big of a trophy in their given class. Take out the Mako Shark. Let's okay. just let's just go big head, uh, buff, common, and, uh, well. You, you said Gator Gar. Gator Gar. Okay, yeah. so you've got those four <clears throat> converging. Yep. Which one are you shooting? You can only shoot one. Which one are you going to shoot? I'm shooting a Gator Gar. You're shooting a Gator Gar. Yes. Okay, I was just curious if, if you would have stuck with the big head thing. But The gator guard is a little bit more of a. I would, I would shoot that because all those
0: weights of the leather fish at you. I, I have one bigger than that buff that you said. <laughs> yep. Um, common, I'm really close on the common, okay. Yep. And um, what I say, 50-50, 50-pound 50. 50, yep. 50 common is a big. Common. Oh, god, it's a tremendous it's a common. Yeah, I think I shot a 40 mid-40s mid out in South Dakota, okay. Yep.
1: Um, the big head. What was that Big Head again? 82, was it? 82. I, think it 82. I can think of the 82-pound giant Big Head is the name of a podcast. But
0: I don't get down down to the Gator Gar areas very often, okay, sure. which I would like to. I'd like sure. to get back down to some of those, and to, to shoot a, a Gator Gar of that size, mm-hmm. I think would be unbelievable. I got to get a hold of Robert Blackburn and go down with him, I think. Oh, yeah, you should. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be very cool. Yeah, he yeah. sent me a picture Yeah, some big old gator What gar. in the world? Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy looking. I had to go out with him and get on some of them. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Okay, so you'd you'd pick the gator guy. In that I situation. Prob- in that
0: situation, I probably would
1: have picked the gator guy. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. But if you only had to target one, you'd pick big heads. Big heads. Gotcha. Just because of the okay. style of the I uh, was just curious if that mm-hmm. varied. That's interesting. Yeah, you don't get to mm-hmm. chase gator gar as much as you do big heads. So. Right. Yep. That's cool. That's mm-hmm. very cool. Mm-hmm. Yipper.
0: Well, what is next on the planner here? I was going to, do
1: you want me to, uh, we want to keep going down the planner here or we want to give them a call? Because this next one, I'm just going to read exactly what this says on the, (laughs) we've got some, we've got some
0: time here. The only reason that I wrote this down for something to talk about there is because (laughs) on Monday you called in. Because you were not feeling very well, were you? Did you have a little bit of the... (laughs) A little a the bubblies
1: in the stomach area i <laughs> I think uh we had a little get together uh for a family member the day before and I, I think I maybe maybe ate some food that was a little bit tainted of some kind because boy, oh boy,
0: was <laughs> she a bubbling brew?
1: oh, it was bad <laughs> that was bad that was one of those driving home where you're like,
2: <clears throat> oh oh
1: boy, oh, oh, this boy. is not
2: right this
1: is <laughs> not right. So that's okay. So that's enough. That's enough about that. But I was out Monday. I was not. I was not feeling good. So
0: was it from food or was it from a little too many um, old
1: Smokies? Oh no, there was no alcohol consumed at all. I I swear to that. It was. It was. There was. There was chicken brats and burgers, and I don't know if it was a brat or a, a piece of chicken. I don't know, but it it came so it was so hard and fast, and then done with. 16 hours later that that's the only thing i can think of stomach bug yeah just like a quick little something wasn't right your body got it out now you're <laughs> back ready to rock and roll <laughs> you spend all day of monday getting it out because you didn't come to work monday i was <laughs> i was probably back to normal by maybe two o'clock on monday okay. was yeah. the last time i had to, to visit the oval office but yeah. after that i was pretty good and then you know yesterday i'm totally fine yeah i was totally good to go right. but okay that's good lord that's enough of that. Well, I but, thought
0: we. I thought it's time for this to tell a funny story, so that's why I put this down on here. It is good. kind of
1: remind you being gone and having that issue of money reminded me of this year little story. So and I think we should. <laughs> we 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 pretty much with these podcasts, Matt, We pretty much just bring up and talk about whatever we think of. Oh hell yeah! It's not it's not super scripted. We think no. if it was too scripted, it wouldn't sound good. But right. we do have a general basis of stuff we want to talk about. So on the I bottom, time for a funny story. On the bottom of our little list right here, I'm just going to read exactly what this says. Okay, so we just we just talked about everything we talked about. Next on the list, this is what it's written down as: Matthew tells story about the Gunnersville poop situation. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading through. I was reading through our show notes yesterday, and I'm like, okay, yeah, we're gonna do that. Bow fishing lights, yep, What if you only target one fish? What would you do? Matthew tells story, and I'm thinking, oh, about big fish. Dah, 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 dah. Matthew tells story about Garnersville poop situation. Oh, oh, okay. So with that, Matt, why don't you tell us about this poopy situation? All right, let's let's get into it because I think it's time for a funny story, a <laughs> funny bow fishing story, and
0: I'm sure there's a lot of other fishermen and bow fishermen that can relate to this mm. story too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. So this is back, uh, we had the F&F boat. Oh, We okay. went down to uh, Jeff Neibel's shop there okay. in Tennessee. Yep. And uh, he was putting the wrap on the F&F boat, gotcha. our first wrap. Yep. Our, our second wrap, I think, on a, on a bow fishing boat. So we went down there to pick it up, and I thought, well, as long as we're down here, we might as well do a little bow fishing, oh, yeah. right? Yep. So I, I took down Corey Tobin. Tobes, yeah. From yep. work here. I took gotcha. down Timmy Boy. Old Timmy. Uh, Sawyer, t- Sawyer Taylor. Yep, yep. And me. Gotcha. All right? So we're going to do a little filming when we're down there. So we, we, we're we going to go to Gunnersville. Sure. I want to go shoot me a big grassy. Mm-hmm. All right? So um, we stop and get the boat, do all that stuff, take pictures of the boat stuff, go drive down to Guntersville, get a motel, get something to eat. Now it's time. It's getting towards dusk. It's time to head to the boat landing. Sure. Yep. Right? So we're at the boat landing, and we're getting everything ready. We're putting up the filming platform. We're putting up the, the back lights yep. for filming-wise. Yep. Yep. We're getting the
1: camera stand up in there. I, I think I can envision the footage of the night of of shooting fish. I think I can th- remember back to the footage what it looks like. So, yeah. And it, that was when we had that
0: longer catwalk platform on the okay, top yep. where the camera guy could walk to the back of the boat, to yep. the front of the boat. So we're putting that up. Extension cords, like I said, for the backlights and stuff. It took about 25 minutes. Start taking the straps off for the for the boat, start getting ready to put mm-hmm. it back in. Yep,
1: We're getting ready to pop it in the water, and I'm like, Oh. like Are you guys are you guys pretty far out in the boonies at a boat landing or I can remember seeing a gas station a couple miles away. Oh.
0: Alright. Okay, still that's not. And I'm like, Oh, okay, it'll go away. You know? oh. So we're getting ready to back the boat in the water and I was oh. oh. I'm like, oh boy, this is not good. And now I'm really I'm doing the old what I call the old TP shuffle. The TP shuffle. I'm 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 clenched up, man. So i like, the, the second... I don't want to move. <laughs> I'm afraid to take a step, Schmitty. <laughs> so the second gurgle is what got you worried. Yes. That's when everything <laughs> just tightened right up. I said, uh, <laughs> fellas, I says, take that stand down. Take the lights down. We got to go to the gas station right oh. now. So take, you just set everything up. You're taking just it everything all down. Up. Now this you're just, taking it all I down. Know, I didn't touch a thing. Those, <laughs> I stood there while those guys did everything. I just stood in one spot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine you. Yep. Clinched so that's up. why I
0: did the old teepee shuffle into the truck, got in the back seat, and I says, drive and take her right out of the boat landing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. So we get to the boat landing, or to the gas station down the, a couple miles down the road. I go in there, and I was like, remember, remember that movie, Dumb and Dumber? Okay, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> was oh. it? Yeah, when Harry was <laughs> was sitting on there, and he just, oh. Oh. That was me in there. It, it was unbelievable. <laughs> So the other guys are waiting in the gas station. Yep. They come in to get some drinks or snacks or whatever, you know, yep, and they're yep. sitting there in, a, in the gas station. And I remember Corey told me saying, yeah, and the, the guy that was behind the register, he started walking around the inside of the gas station, and he was, had a
1: sprayer, and he was spray Shut spraying. up. Come on. Oh, my gosh. A couple of Wisconsin boys came down and polluted his gas station. He did. Oh, my Lord. But I, I did. I felt just like Harry. Oh. Sitting in the Oval Office. So there was.
0: <laughs> oh, my
1: gosh. There was <laughs> there was no repeat episodes after this one? Nope. Oh. Nope. Well,
0: at least that's good. I don't know if I had some food somewhere like what you did. Yeah. Where it just instantly just had to get hit me yeah. right now. Yeah. And it just turned my insides out, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, Tobin said that that guy was walking around spraying a little sprayer. <laughs> as I'm in there. Oh. I just thought it was time for a funny story, so I thought I'd throw that in there.
1: We probably have a alarmingly amount of a lot of poop stories to tell. (laughs) I don't know why. We probably do though.
0: Why? Uh, I don't hmm. think there's nothing funnier than a good old fart. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) All right. All right. Yeah. So with that, with that,
0: yeah, let's uh, (laughs) let's give uh, Christopher James Schmidty a call right after this break. All right. Why I Bowfish. Hunting fish with a bow, nonstop action, never slow. By day, by night, great shots, great fights. With family, with friends, trash talk never ends. And kids, they love it. If they miss, think nothing of it. By foot, by boat, by board or canoe. How you do it is up to you. Aim low, shoot fast. Watch your shadow, watch the grass. Shoot carp, raise or gar. Shoot them close, shoot them far. Stout arrow, barb tip. Retrieve a reel, let a rip. Bowfishing, give it a shot. And welcome back to the Bow Fishing Buzz. It's
1: efficiency time. Yes, it is. Let's give, Let's give Chris, a Chris a call here. All right. There's actually a lot of questions on here that I am very interested in right. hearing the answer to. So mm-hmm. this will be mm-hmm. cool.
0: Hello, this is Chris. Hey, Christopher, this is Matthew and Derek over here at the Bow Fishing Buzz. How the heck are you doing today, man? Oh,
2: hey, guys. I'm doing good.
0: Awesome. Good awesome. to hear. Good to hear. I usually ask our guests, how is the weather in your area? But since we're we're both in Wisconsin, I guess we kind of both know what that is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got a little sun. Yeah, we yeah, got a little sun. That's, it's that's been good. cool
0: out here a little bit, but uh, mm-hmm. s- hopefully it starts warming up, Chris, so we can start getting out and, and doing some damage on these carp out here. Yeah. So
2: Yeah, agreed. I'm looking forward to that. Heck yeah.
0: You bet. Well, Chris, um, we're just going to start it out here with some questions, um, and uh, let's start rocking and rolling with you here. Um, when did you start sure. bow fishing, and who got you started?
2: Okay, so I got started about eight years ago, um, and I've always been an angler my whole life, and uh, since I was three years old, I've been fishing my whole life, and then I've been uh, down at my favorite fishing hole, and uh i noticed there's getting to be more and more carp and stuff Mm -hmm. around there and uh, i had a a friend of mine brandon that uh kept begging me to get get into bull fishing with him and i just never really thought about you know actually doing it and and uh and like i said i was down there in my favorite fishing hole one day and trying to catch some bass during the you know peak of the season in early may and uh and then uh, there were just carps everywhere. I couldn't catch nothing. <laughs> and I just said, you know what, I'm going to try to do something about this. And, and then me and my buddy Brandon got together, and we started bow fishing. I put the fishing pole down and picked up the bow fishing bowl. Oh, there you go. I've been <laughs> at it ever since. <laughs> all right, all right.
0: That's really cool. Yeah, that's really that's cool. Very cool. That, that reminds me so much of kind of what I did when I first started bow fishing. I'd get out here on the big old plain flowage, fishing for crappies and walleyes. Sure. And in the back bays I saw these carp. Mm-hmm. I was like, what are they doing? You know, they're, they're all over the place. They were spawning, of sure. course. I didn't right. know that really at that time. And then
1: that's how I kind of got into bullfishing. So that's really cool, Chris. Yeah. Really cool. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. So let me ask yeah. you let me ask you, Chris, what type of bullfishing lights did you start out with when you were shooting fish?
2: Okay, so I started shore fishing and then obviously it wasn't long before I was out on a boat. You know, I had to get out on a boat and and uh, so I was looking for lights, you know, I had a a, a small lund boat and then I just kind of got whatever lights I could get my hands on and it was started out with HPS lights Mm -hmm. and they're big real big ones and I of course needed a generator and uh, so I got myself a good Honda generator and that thing I it was just you know I had there were 600 watt lights I think so they were pretty high wattage (laughs) Uh, and uh, so that's I started out with HPS okay gotcha all right
1: interesting
0: you know what it, it's so funny um when i built my first bow fishing boat i went to the fleet farm here in marshfield okay and i bought some 500 watt halogen work lights okay sure and we put them babies on we well, were looking at 500 watt halogen work lights I think my generator was like five uh, generator five thousand. Oh, that thing weighed like oh, two hundred and fifty yeah. <laughs> pounds. I couldn't even lift that thing in the boat, you know. Sure. <laughs> it yep. was crazy. Yeah, was a big one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, kind of mm. what it takes to run them things, you know. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> yep. Good.
0: So, so you're you're out there bow fishing with your HPS lights, Chris. Um, when and why did you decide you wanted to investigate designing and building a new light for bow fishing?
2: All right. So, uh, one day I was out there going across the lake and, you know, it was just really loud and, you know, I just, we're on a pretty highly populated lake and there was, you know, people that weren't too happy with me being near them, uh, with the noise and the, you know, the lights blasting the houses and stuff like that. And, uh, and one day I was going across the lake and I hit a good rogue wave and, lost one of the lights right Uh-oh. off the boat. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay, well, I got to do something about these lights, you know. Uh, so that's when I started trying to, you know, see what I could do if we could get, you know, maybe even get rid of the generator. That's when I started looking into uh, ideas and concepts and just starting prototyping sure. uh, the concept of, of uh, basically ideas that I had okay. uh, and trying them out. And it's, you know one thing at a time, and I haven't shot over any other lights since then besides the ones that I've created oh, no on, my wow, that's bo- cool. on my own boats. I should say I should, I've shot over other lights, but not on my own boats. Sure, okay, really cool, really cool. Sure. So,
0: so you were out there, and were you taking, like, notes and writing notes down about what you like, what you didn't like, and stuff like that too, Chris?
2: Yeah, yeah, and, you know, one of the other theories that I had about, you know, trying to find a way to get rid of the generator was I had a theory that maybe the, the fish might, might be a little, uh, might have better opportunities, you know, no, no being silent, right. you know, uh, might be able to get up on some of those bigger fish. Um, and yeah. I did notice the behavior change, uh, yeah. when I was mm-hmm. able to do that. Oh, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting.
0: Yep. Yep. That's cool. Cause not only the, the loudest, but you got that, that vibration. Right. Right. Yep. And that, you right, know, that vibration right. is going through the water as right. well. Yep you know, it has yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. It has to. Yeah. That's very
1: cool. So <clears throat> Chris efficiency, who came up with that name? Because it might be the best name I've ever heard for <laughs> anything. Just the way you break it out and have it spelled E fish in C like who thought of that? Cause that's amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I thought of that. Really? Uh, cool. Yeah. I was just, you know, driving down the road one day thinking about this thing. My mind was, you know, consumed with, this this technology you know and I uh, just trying to figure out ways to implement it and then I was like okay well I just got to thinking what am I going to call it and I, I got hung up on that you know for a yep. long time yep. and uh, I was just driving down the road one day and it came to me and then I said it <laughs> and then I said it again and I was like that's it that's wow.
1: perfect you knew right off the bat yeah that's really right. Cool. Yeah.
2: And it's got a, it's got a, you know, I'm sure one of the reasons why you guys probably like it is because you understand that it's got kind of a multifaceted. Exactly. Meaning. Right. Exactly. Right. Yep.
0: Yep. Really cool. Oh. Really cool. That's a, that's a sweet name for it. Is bowl fishing lights that yeah, are efficient.
2: So. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yep. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's really cool. <laughs> so Chris, your, your lights um, offer or come in a, in a tri color. Um, can you tell our listeners what that exactly means?
2: Yeah. So the tricolor is basically, it's got, uh, uh, multiple color options, uh, that are built in that are controllable by a controller that lets you adapt to the different water conditions. Oh, wow. Uh, and yeah, so, so it's got a, a higher white and am like a mid white and then like an HPS simulant color, um. And one of the reasons why we ended up on a multicolored light like that is because in all of our testing and R and D and everything, we uh, tried to find a one size fits all for colored light uh, for all water conditions, and we didn't find that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's why we decided to implement multiple colors. We feel that it's a pretty good uh, feature to have, you know, Absolutely. the ability to adapt Absolutely. like that on the on the fly. Yeah,
0: exactly. Because for for my style of what we do we're doing a lot of filming okay I filmed under your, hPS lights when you mm-hmm. look back at that footage it looks like you're shooting in hell oh' I mean, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's like a red, yeah. reddish you know sure, it's sure. just reddish mm-hmm. you know and it doesn't look good right, on film right but the, exactly yeah and that's what's cool about you know your lights you can have that option if you're shooting tournaments okay maybe you're in some stained mm-hmm. water where you want that that hps color right. looking light yep now you can switch to that. Now we're out sure. filming somewhere. Now we could change it to a more yellowish or a whitish light, yeah. yep. you know? So, exactly. so that's really yeah. cool. And, and, and ex- same thing, like you're saying, for bowfishers. They can change those mm-hmm. colors according to where they're shooting water conditions. And even on a certain body of water, like the Mississippi River, that water, you know, Chris, can change from one area to 100 yards or even less down the river. It can be dirty and stained to pretty darn clear. You know, so. exactly. Yep. Really yeah. cool. Really
1: cool feature there, Chris. That's cool. Sure. That's cool. Sure. So, Chris, lumens is always a big word you hear people talk about yeah. when it comes to lights. Can you explain lumens and how your lights handle lumens?
2: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you're right about that. You'll see usually when you see a, uh, any kind of a light, you know, for sale in a store or something like that, light bulb or anything like that, you'll always kind of see a lumen. Rating, whether it be HPS, halogen, LED, metal halide, you know, whatever the technology, it usually always has a a lumen rating. And that's just basically uh, a measurement of the total uh, light output of that particular light source. Okay. Um, it doesn't say anything about like the reflector or or, or the lens or anything like that. It just right. uh, just what how much light is coming from that particular source hmm. that is detectable to the human eye. Okay. And then how efficiency handles lumens is it basically um, uses utilizes as many as possible to do work for us while minimizing waste yes. as much as possible.
1: Oh, okay. I gotcha.
2: So it's got a twofold approach. So it maximizes the lumens into the target zone. So that's one uh, um, feature there, but it also um, at the same time happens to address the, the waste uh, uh, factor as well.
1: So, so would you say, would you say, Chris, if you're if you're in Menards and you're looking to buy some light bulbs, would you say that that lumens rating can be kind of misleading? Um, you know, just on a basic light bulb or some kind of light that you're looking for, is that not always the best way to go off of uh, what to purchase?
2: Right, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe not so much as the ones like on the shelf at your local hardware stores, but like a lot of the Chinese ones that you'll see on like say eBay or or like amazon or something like that uh you know coming pretty much directly from china through a, a distributor or whatever um they'll generally uh, it's uh, the lumen rating will be directly translated from the wattage right. and it's generally a uh, hundred lumens per watt so oh, like okay. if you see a hundred watt light yeah so like if you see a hundred watt light they'll say that that's about two thousand or ten thousand lumens uh generally so you just take right. the wattage and times it by by a uh, hundred and okay. that's so, but mm-hmm. it's not, it, it's kind of a slippery term because you'll have a higher Kelvin light will actually make uh, more lumens uh, at the same wattage as a warmer uh, colored chip. Right. Um, so you'll have uh, quite a bit less lumens in a, mm-hmm. in a warmer variant mm-hmm. of the same wattage.
1: Exactly. Gotcha.
0: And one thing that you're doing with your style of light, Chris, is you're trying to, Take the lumens and put them where you want them to right,
1: go.
2: Right, yeah, right, yeah. That's you know? pretty much what efficiencies. Yeah, the 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 pinnacle of the, the efficiency uh, technology is 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 about uh, putting the light where we want it, and it's as least as possible where we don't want it. Right, essentially. Sure. Yeah, if you,
1: if you think of a light bulb of that lumen, who, you know, when we're shooting fish, we don't we don't want lights shining back and to the side. We all want it. Like what you're doing, we want it. You right, right in that target zone. That's exactly. that's a very sure. unique feature that mm-hmm. you have thought of there, Chris. Uh, hats off to you. That's very cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and you know, Chris, wattage is another thing that you hear mentioned a lot when it comes to lights. Um, and I thought this was really cool on your efficiency lights. Here, explain the the wattage ratings on your lights and why why that's beneficial.
2: Okay, so the efficiency lights are uh, maximum uh, 65 watts. And I say maximum um, because they are actually variable wattage uh, with the dimmer control. Uh, You can actually dim them all the way down to 8 watts if you want to, uh, or anywhere in between, all the way up to, again, uh, 65 watts. And so the the benefit of having a lower wattage light, uh, it opens up the... uh, possibilities for um different power sources it's more adaptable to a current power source that you might have say you have got a generator and you're running a trolling motor with you know converters and stuff like that and it's kind of loaded up you've only got a little headroom uh the less the wattage the more likely that that system's going to work with that current generator and it could mean the difference between having to buy another generator or a bigger generator (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, But not only that, but it it also opens up the possibilities for uh, running uh, silent on battery um, with no generator at all or even um, alternator battery combinations uh, like that. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because like I said in the beginning, I went out and I bought 500 watt halogen lights. Well, you know, you buy two, that's a thousand watts. Yeah.
2: Right, right. So, so think and about some of those are actually even a little higher. Like when you actually put a mirror, right, on them, you'll right. actually see some are even using a little more, like a high pressure sodium, 400 water could right. be pulling 450 watts. Exactly you know, mm-hmm. from the wall. So and your lights,
0: your lights up. You know, you can turn your lights slowly
1: down to eight. That's wild.
2: Sure. Yeah. And we we actually do that. You know, like if there's a spot where there's lots of, you know, houses and you don't want to be disruptive, you want to sneak in there, you know, you can, if you have a, say you have a battery or a, um, say you got a generator running, mm-hmm. uh, running the efficiency lights and you can have a battery uh, in parallel and you can actually kill the generator and go on battery oh, yes. and turn the lights down, sneak into there get your fish and get out of there and then, you know, crank everything back up again, you know? Yeah. How cool
1: is that? Yeah. That's that's very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah.
2: Really cool.
0: cool. All right. So Chris, um, efficiency lights come with a centralized controller. What does that controller allow the user to do with your lights?
2: Okay. So the controller ties into all of the lights in the system. So it's, you know, basically traditional lights, you, there, you, you run power to it, it's on, you disconnect the power, it's off. Uh, well, this is, uh, efficiency is actually a bullfishing lighting system. So, they all tie together to a central controller, like you said, mm-hmm. and then uh, the controller itself has the ability to turn the whole system on or off, um, and then there's the dimmer control there that will actually allow you to dim in real time, yep. up and down, like we talked about, all of the lights simultaneously the same time. And then also there's the switch for changing the color on the fly uh, on all the lights simultaneously as well. These keep then getting better. Also, <laughs> well, there's also a voltage readout on there too. So you can, oh, a digital voltage reader. So you can actually see the, <laughs> uh, you can monitor your state. Things. If you're on battery, for example, yes. uh, you can actually monitor your resting voltage so that you know where your state of charge is right. uh, at a moment, just at a glance. Yep. You
1: know. mm. yep. Yep. that's very cool. That's, that's awesome. You kind of touched on it there, Chris, but, um, you want to explain, uh, can you wire them up to batteries or just generators? Do you want to touch on that a little bit?
2: Yeah. Uh, so they're very versatile in that regard. Uh, they're a DC light, um, but you can run them on generators. Uh, a lot of people are familiar with like uh power max converters yep. and all they are is an AC to DC converter. Uh, so like if guys want to, um, stick with their generator say they want efficiency lights but they don't have the money they want to go styling but they ain't got the money to do that right right up front they can keep their generator and run up to 18 of these things hmm. off of one power mag. right mm-hmm. yeah and then and then they can do that as an upgrade down the road if they want to um but they'll they can accept a, a wide range of voltages from 12 to 24 to 36 volts as well mm-hmm. uh, DC. Nice.
1: Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> really
0: cool. And just getting back to that uh, centralized controller, Chris, the the user can put that anywhere on his boat. Mm. You know, he can put that yeah, up by right. his stick, up by his fan stick, up on, you know, anywhere on the front of his deck where he can control it. Instead of having to go back by the by the um, steering wheel or something like that, there he can put it wherever he wants right. for 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 better use. So he can do that right. away. Right.
2: Yeah. yeah, we we do uh, some custom uh, mounts for people in house here. A lot of our customers have some requirements for that, and and we're we're kind of help helpful in that regard that yeah. they have a special spot they need it mounted. Like we've done mounts where they mount right on the troller shaft for their trolling motors. So oh, they, sure. I, <laughs> yeah, so you, that way you have you have yeah the ability to control the troller. You got boat control right there with the trolling motor, and then you have got light control right there as well. So right. you can flip that color uh, right away. You can dim them up or down. Like sometimes you'll have the fish. They're they're little light spooky some of them nights, and and uh, what we what we like to do sometimes is we'll find them with the higher white. And then we'll kind of, you know, if they're spooky, we'll flip them down to that, you know, the warmer uh, color and even dim them a little bit. Uh, and that'll usually let us get us close enough to get a shot off on them.
0: That's really, that's yeah. some some great features on the efficiency lights. I mean, it like you said, they're just keeps getting better yeah, they and better. Do. As, as, as this goes on, I'm really like,
2: wow,
1: cool. these really are cool. these could be a game changer here in the yeah. industry. That's that's very cool. Yep. Um, so, Chris, American-made That is freaking awesome in itself. Are there any other features you would like to mention? um, And where can people find more information on efficiency lights?
2: Uh, Yeah, Uh, so we do have a couple accessories uh, available. Uh, One of them is the protective uh, light shroud or cove that we call it a light cove. Basically, it's a heavy gauge aluminum uh, housing that the light can mount, and it basically allows you to get it. Uh, for like mostly like flash flush deck uh, boats and stuff like that uh, to get it uh, positioned optimally uh, okay. on your boat and then it also protects it uh, so that it won't get you know damaged or anything like that if it takes a hit uh, the light won't be taking the hit it'd be the the co itself so, oh, okay. Uh, okay sure yeah now we've got uh, other accessories that are uh, being tested right now that are coming as well um, Very but cool. uh, yeah, and if you're looking to anybody listening, looking to find any additional information, uh, you can go go to our website, outdoorinnovationsusa.com. Uh, there's some helpful info there. Uh, our contact info is there. You can call me up. Uh, I'd be more than happy to answer any questions you might have. And uh, there's also a lot of good info on our Facebook page, to Outdoor Innovations USA. Uh, check that out. Uh, we're always putting new content up there, too, as well. Absolutely. That's absolutely. awesome. Very cool.
0: And another thing that's really cool, Chris, is um, you have a lot of videos out there as well, which I think is very helpful when it comes to this type of you know, product. Um, I, I watched one of your videos out there where you, you set up your light, and on the other side you have a 400-watt HPS. And not only do you show it how you hook it up and the wattage differences and the, and the lumen and, and more was the wattage uh, differences, but then you also went out on the water and you had a drone flying above you with just those two lights on. Oh, wow. And it's really, really neat to see the 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 differences between the two, you know. Very close, yeah, very close yeah.
2: yeah that 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 uh test that we did i was I announced that we were you know gonna do it before I actually did it, and I was like. Okay, well, what did I do? Did I shoot myself in the foot? Am I going to make my light look real bad here, or, yeah. or what? You know, but uh, yeah, I I think it held its own pretty darn good. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. But
0: you got a lot of, lot of very informative stuff on your website. So if anybody wants to go there, I just typed in Google search efficiency lights. Um, but you, otherwise, you have the outdoorinnovations.com um, dot com also. And, uh, you yeah. also outdoor have a lot of stuff in
2: USA, USA, there .com. we go. Yep. There we go. You gotta get that USA. Absolutely.
0: Yep. Absolutely. And you also have a YouTube channel, Chris also.
2: Yeah, I do. Yep. Okay. That's right. And All it's right. the same outdoor innovations USA on YouTube as well.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha.
2: That's where you can find that video you just mentioned as well. Okay. okay. Yeah. All
0: right. And this was not planned. I just called Chris here a couple of days ago and asked him if he wanted to be on our the Bowfishing Buzz podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep. He said, "Yep, I'll be I'll be glad to come on there." And now today, I'm looking on social media, and for the Bowfishing Associates of America, they have been they run auctions to raise money for the world's tournament. All right, and the auction that's up today is you donated some lights to them, Chris, and everybody's bidding on your lights right now. So if you want, you can go to the BA Facebook page and you can put a bid in. I think you you. You got four lights on there and the, the value is at like thirteen hundred dollars or something like that is the retail value on that. And um, you can bid for a chance to get to buy some of these lights that you have out there. How perfect is that?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I yeah, now's the time to get a good deal on some. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's
0: right. I mean it's just so funny that, that all we have you on our podcast and then I see that on the BA website yeah. today. Yeah, it's Pretty cool. Yeah, Pretty cool.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, you'd be surprised how much how much work four lights can do. Right. If there's small little lights it, you'd be you'd be amazed. Yep. At Absolutely. What four little lights can do. Yeah. Yeah, because
0: I was I was shocked when I shot off with Josh's boat a couple weeks ago, and he had two on the side and one on the front, and then another one on the front mm-hmm. and then two more on the other side. Mm-hmm. And that was really, I remember looking at them like, "Wow, this isn't going to be enough light," but it was. Sure. It was more than enough. And then the cool part was we got back into some of that dirty water, and he's turning that, you know, the tricolor and stuff, getting into different colors. And it's really cool when you're just sitting there stationary and you've got some weeds down there that are pretty close to the surface, but yet you're down there and it's dirty, muddy water. And when you can adjust that tricolor and, and you, you see a big difference of how far down you can see. Really? With those mm-hmm. different light patterns. Yeah. Yep. It's really cool. Yeah, for sure. Cool stuff. Really cool stuff. Well, Chris, yeah. I know you are a busy guy because you're building these yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, yeah pretty yourselves. much
2: as we speak. <laughs> absolutely,
0: absolutely. And um, we're going to let you get back to work because I know you're a busy guy. But, um, sure. man, we want to thank you for, for joining us here on the Boberts and Buzz podcast today, Chris. Yeah, appreciate it, Chris.
2: Well, I thank you guys for reaching out as well, and I thank everybody out there that's been a big support to us. We really thank you all and, and the opportunity you guys I I appreciate it as well. You, you bet.
0: Thank you and the best of luck with your efficiency lights out there, Chris.
2: All right, yep. All right. Thank you. And you bet. Uh, we'll talk later, guys. All right. Maybe
0: we'll do another little battle this year for the, w- the Wisconsin Bofing Association Big Fish again this year.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I- I'll I'll take that as a challenge. All right. Mean, so so for
0: people that don't know, okay, so so the WBA has a Big Fish challenge and and the first year it was won by um Ah, uh, uh, help me remind me who won it the first year. Bill Bill,
2: Bill got Hoyt. it the there first it year, I think. Yeah, Bill
0: got it the first year. Okay, Bill Hoyt, and he shot that fish at the AMS Big Twenty okay. that year. Yep. All right. So Bill won that, but he donated the money back. Oh, okay. All right. So last year, Chris, you shot what was the um, the record for that time right here, waiting at the at the AMS Big Twenty tournament. Also, all right. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So yeah. then,
0: like. Two days later, I go out and I beat yours by, yep. I don't know how yep. I shot at that 43. All right. And then like a month later, then you beat me. Oh my gosh. We <laughs> yeah. were talking to each other. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yep. It was pretty cool. Yeah. But then, so at yeah, the awards this year, you won, you would have won the $500, but man, I tell you what, how cool is that? You said, nope, put that back in the pot and oh, let somebody wow. else tried to get that money. How cool is that? That's awesome. Yeah.
2: yeah, they're just trying to help build the community, you know, and Absolutely. get people into it, you know, and give them incentive to get in and do these challenges and do these tournaments, right. you know. That's what right. we're trying to do, you know, yep. get get people interested in you know, doing these tournaments. So. Yep.
0: That's really cool <clears> of <throat> you to do that. And um, we're going to let you get back to work here, Chris. American Made Efficiency okay. Lights, Christopher James, man. Thanks for joining us today.
2: Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you, guys. All right, take care. Take care. <clears throat> Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Hmm. There's a lot of really good info right there. A lot of good info, and it seemed like we didn't talk that long, but no. we talked for thirty some minutes here. Here, fifty-eight minutes. Of yeah, we talked for thirty
1: minutes. It's it went so quick because everything. I mean, he he knew what he yeah. needed to talk about. You can you can always tell when you're talking to somebody like that, and obviously a guy like him who's building these lights knows it. But he knows every nook and cranny, every yeah. centimeter of that light. He could pick it apart and give you a, a ten minute dialogue on right. it, and that's that's the kind of guys you want. To work with, mm-hmm. that's, absolutely. That's very cool. That's awesome. Absolutely, that's cool.
0: So Schmitty, I'm. I got to get to work. You have a very. <laughs> you got to edit this thing fast. I know. So my question is, Schmitty, in in the in the video portion of this, yeah, here, bowfishing buzz podcast. Mm-hmm. What am I going to put in during the Matthew tell story about Gunnerville poop situation? Okay,
1: <laughs> knowing you, you took a GoPro in there and filmed your facial expressions.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got to find some footage to play on to top of that. Yeah. You're going
1: to have to be creative on that one. Yep.
0: Yeah. But also, if you want to, I'm going to have some video that Chris is going to send me on his
1: lights, sure, as well out there. So yeah. Just before we wrap it up here, Matt, I just want to let everyone know too that. Uh, XL twenty is the code correct? XL twenty, XL twenty. That's going to be live for a week. Yes. Okay, live for mm-hmm. a week here. Take advantage of that, and that is on our fiberglass shafts only. Chaos XL fiberglass chaos shafts. XL fiberglass <laughs> shafts. So make sure to check that out. Uh, get them in the boat. Right. Put them through some fish. Yep. You know another thing that you were talking
0: about on those points there because you're talking about the the holding power mm-hmm. on those yep. longer barbs. Yep. But one thing that kind of gets overlooked on the chaos points, not only the chaos, but the chaos. XL and the standard Chaos yeah. and the Chaos QT is that the barbs that we make here have a double bend in it. It's kind of oh, like an oval. Yeah. Yep. To where those barbs aren't sticking like straight out. You right. know, they're just put in there and they got that, they, mm-hmm. you know, they got that bend in it. Which the, the reason that we do that is to create a smaller entry hole mm-hmm. for better penetration. Yeah. So if you look at our points, you, you notice that they kind of have like a little, like a, a oval
1: close shape to them. Yeah. Yep. Which is for for that reason right there. And I know just from just from picking the machine apart, it would be a lot faster for us if we just put one bend on them. Absolutely. Because we'd have we'd have one set of rollers come in yep. after we cut that bar. Phring, we could but that's important to us. We you know and that's that's something that only yes. really gets realized from people who right live and breathe the sport. Yep. Um yep. so yeah that's that's a good point. If you look yeah. at that you'll see that initial bend coming off the point. And then further down the shaft of those barbs, you'll see a secondary right. bend in there. And yep. that's good to point that out. Yeah, yep. people might not know what right. that's for.
0: Another thing is, Derek, you brought up a good point last week. And I, I I don't say it in our product videos, but I'm going to start saying it. On the anchor QTs. Yep. Same thing, Derek. You know that quick turn, man? I love that. You just turn that shaft counterclockwise, flip that fish off your yep. point, rotate them back down, tighten them down, and you're back bow fishing. Mm-hmm. But here's a cool thing that a lot of people don't know is those two bodies will not separate. Yeah, yeah. Yep. They will not separate. So if you you shoot a fish, you shoot a common. You bring them in the boat. You turn that shaft counterclockwise. You're turning it. You're turning it. You're turning it.
2: Unknown caller. It's not. Whoops.
0: We got somebody calling here, and we're going to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they wanted. They wanted to be the next guest yeah. on the fishing
0: bus yeah, right an there. Unknown caller.
1: <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. Anyway. So those two bodies will
0: not separate because they're crimped. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about turning it too far to where all of a sudden bloom your your top part of your point falls off inside the fish or right. inside the barrel or something
1: right. like that. Right. You will you will not even be able to unthread. You won't even be able no. to it's not like you can just keep turning and hurt your you threads. Can't. You 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 will not be able right. to collar. Well, this person. person really wants to be you got to disconnect your bluetooth (laughs) there he's just he's very interested but just to go off what you're saying there matt we we pin those points back there the qts we connect them to those bodies then what we do is we put them we put them in a crimping machine so that bottom ferrule gets you know just a slight little divot put in there right which which varies from some other similar styles of that point made by our competitors that's a little something that we do a little bit extra just to, to keep you in mind, so that you're not trying to get a fish mm-hmm. off, and pretty soon here you come out and all you got is the threads on your ferrule, and you go, oh boy, yep, yep. time to go digging. Just a little, so above yeah, just the, another a, little above the top that we do here at Ames. We got a, we should, we should talk about more of those things, man. We got a good so. number of them, yep. of them so. Yep. Oh, 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 oh Smitty. That was a good one. What a good podcast, That was good. I enjoyed that one.
0: Bowfishing Buzz, episode 58, brought to you by AMS Bowfishing
1: and... And Megamouth Bowfishing as well. Oh, boy, he's getting into it. Oh, yeah. He's got that old jersey on. He's rocking and rolling. I'm heading south, Schmitty. You are. I am heading
0: south. Good luck to all you out there competing in this year's Bass Pro US Open. Be safe on the water. Have fun. Find some fish and just enjoy the tournament atmosphere. I'll be there on Saturday. I'm going to have to stay with my good buddy Dennis Redden for a couple days, hang out there. Yeah,
1: that'd be cool.
0: So from all of us here at AMS Bow Fishing, we wish you the best of luck. Remember, Schmidty, aim low and think
1: big. Thanks for listening, guys.